With the release of any new performance car, there's obviously some level of delay before aftermarket components are released out into the market. And with the A90 Toyota Supra becoming a fan favourite, obviously a lot of engine builders and tuners have been looking for more power out of the engine. And we're here with Barry from Marley Motorsports to talk about their just released forged piston. Welcome to High Performance Academy's Tuned In Field Report podcast series. In these special midweek episodes, we look back through our archives to find the best conversations we've had through years worth of attending the best automotive events across the globe. We've pulled the audio from these tech-filled interviews with some of the industry's most well-known figures and presented it in podcast format for you to enjoy as a quick hit of insider knowledge. So Barry, when you are dealing with what is a relatively new engine and you're looking at developing components such as pistons, what are your first design considerations when you're deciding on the new piston design? Well, for uh, any kind of application, first thing to start with is what does the customer need? And what, what do the customer, what are they asking us for? With something brand new like this, it's a little bit harder, but we know that with a Supra, these customers are going to go fast with this engine and they're going to build it as hard as they can. So we started with um, looking at the OE data because Molly makes the OE uh, pistons for these BMW engines, um, which gives us a little bit of an advantage. From there, we worked into, okay, what kind of boost do we expect these pistons to see, um, which, rel- you know, turns into crown thickness measurements and and what material we need to use and uh, from there we just kind of work our way up and we end up with a great product at the end most of the time yeah now there's a lot that goes into that I'm going to dig in deep on a few of those components the first of them is the compression ratio so with the stock BMW inline six engine being a direct injected turbocharged engine as with a lot of these engines direct injection and forced induction we are seeing quite high compression ratios that seems to work quite well with direct injection even on a relatively low octane pump fuel uh, but of course a lot of these tuners are removing the direct injection system reverting to port injection because there's a lot more flexibility and also increasing the boost level so what did you decide to do there with the compression ratio? For our piston we actually uh, dropped the compression by half a point on, based on that fact of just customers need if they're going to turn the boost up they like a lower compression ratio they're going to run pump gas and also we, we decided to keep our direct injected bowl in the center of the piston that way we know it's all in the right space and it's in the right location. If they want to keep direct injected, it'll be just, just fine. But if they want to go port injected, it's still in a localized spot on the piston to where we can uh, feel comfortable that the fuel and air coming into the cylinder is not going to have any kind of weird turbulence or anything like that. Uh, well, I want to come back to that bowl, but before we do that, is, is there still flexibility in compression ratio or is that a, a fixed part with just that 10.5 to 1 compression? Right now in our catalog, it's just a 10.5. We've already had a couple of people today ask for a lower compression. They're going to run a lot more boost than normal. Um, and that's something they could definitely call us up and, and we can do that. Yeah, I, I assume that once you've got that base design, it's relatively easy to uh, make modifications to aspects like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it, it has a dome in the center. So uh, normally less compression is the easier version. Going higher compression is where it gets a little tricky. All right, so you talked about that bowl, and again, for those who aren't really aware of what you're talking about there, uh, something a common aspect with direct injected engines. Can you tell us why that bowl is important? What function does it serve? So the bowl is is fixed right underneath the inject the, where the direct injector comes into the chamber. Um, the bowl pattern is meant to distribute the fuel evenly throughout the cylinder and make sure that the 
fuel is spread out in a manner to which it can burn most efficiently. Um, that is something that we, our bowl design shape, et cetera, comes from the factory BMW uh, spec and, and dimensions. So it's something that we're really confident in and, and it also allows us a chance to have um, a really a really solid dome design that's unique and, uh, and that we know works. So it, it would be possible for a piston manufacturer to actually create some major problems if you, the person tuning or building the engine retained the direct injection and it didn't have that bowl because you weren't getting that distribution of the fuel through the combustion chamber? Correct, yes. You could, you could have some kind of localized hot spots or some kind of detonation issue. If you're not um, distributing that fuel correctly, it could definitely cause issues. Right, so the BMW engine is an aluminium engine block and uh, we're seeing a lot of modern alloy engines now for weight, weight reasons use a nickel coating but this still runs a uh, cast, cast iron ductile iron sleeve? Correct, yes. Yeah. Does this mean that you can overbore the engine and are these pistons available in oversize? The pistons are not available for oversize right now. Um, I believe they're running a three and a half millimeter wall thickness around the cylinders. I'm not 100% sure, sure on that. But um, we can definitely do a oversize if a customer wants it. We just do not have it on the shelf right now. now obviously, at this point in 2019, these engines are essentially all brand new. So uh, you're not dealing with something that's got uh, 100 plus thousand miles with a lot of, of bore wear. So are your pistons designed to be a drop-in or do they still require some machining to the bores? They are drop-in, ready to go. They are going to be lighter than the factory pistons um, based on some of the features that we changed. The crown is actually thicker, which is a, a, a good feature we can come back to, but um, with it being lighter, yes, you'll, you'll have to look at weight balancing your crankshaft, but we figure if somebody's putting these pistons in, they're going to the racetrack and they're going to balance it anyway. Now, you just mentioned the, the crown thickness, so can you just talk us through the importance of crown thickness in a high-performance, high-boost application? So crown thickness is important for a couple reasons. One is uh, the pressure that the crown's going to see. From, from just the combustion levels. Uh, so you need thickness there just for support. And two, it's gonna work as a heat sink to get crown, uh, crown heat down through to the oil. We've seen cases where if you have too thick of a crown, the heat stays in the alloy and it doesn't actually ever get cooled off. So there's, there's a, a threshold there that you need to stay within. And with our different alloys, I think we've kind of dialed that in over the years. And um, with this part, it's, it's on the thicker side just because we know that that is what, these are gonna see high boost. Do you want to take your car knowledge game to the next level? Join us in the next free lesson at hpacademy.com slash free and start developing your own skills today. Normally with an aftermarket forged piston, we tend to see the weight increase. And given the fact that you've just said the crown's thicker, again, it would stand to reason that you would be expecting an increase in weight. So where does that weight saving come from? Where does the, the reduction in material come from? On this piston, it's going to be from one we're running a shorter pin. That's going to eliminate some pin bending. We're also, when you say a shorter pin, we also have a thicker wall. So you're going to eliminate bending, but you're also going to still have support. When you shorten that pin, your pin bosses are going to come in, which is going to save you weight. And it's also the undercrown, the way the skirts and everything are designed. We put, we put weight wherever we're, we think it's going to be the most helpful for a motorsport application. So at this point in time, and obviously it's a constantly moving target, I think we've seen sort of power figures hovering around that 1,000 horsepower flywheel mark from the A90 Supra. Uh, given your engineering uh, design of this piston, where would you see the limits being in terms of power, power potential? For the engine or for the piston? For, for the piston. Uh, well over 1,000. 
well over a thousand. We have a we have a design that's pretty similar for another BMW that uh, I think it's around eleven hundred to twelve hundred right now. And honestly, I think that this Supra is a little more robust just because I think people are going to try and set more records with it. Yeah, it's definitely a popular platform, and uh, we look forward to seeing where people get to once more and more people get their hands on the engine. Thanks for the chat there, Barry. And if people want to find out more about that piston, where can they go to? MollyMotorsports.com is the first place I would go. It has a product listing. It also has links to all of our tech videos. Uh, Molly Motorsports Instagram is a very uh, up-to-date with as far as what's going on in the office and all of our offerings, everything like that. And also our YouTube channel is, is a great um, a great spot to check out any kind of featured videos or customers having a problem putting something together. We're probably talked about it on there and tried to help you out. So, Perfect. Thanks for the chat. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you've chosen to listen to it on. It goes a long way to helping us get the word out there. All these conversations and much more are also available in full on our High Performance Academy YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe.